there can be only one. Welcome to There Can Be Only 80s, a podcast all about the 1980s. I'm Luke, and I'm a super fan of this decade. Please check out my Instagram page at There Can Be Only 80s. And if you want to email me, please send, use the address bigger trouble podcasts at yahoo.com. And also, if you wouldn't mind checking out my Patreon page for all the podcasts that Bigger Trouble Podcast produce, please go to patreon.com forward slash bigger trouble there's a lot of stuff on there for free and you can use the just follow the link in the description on this episode if i remember to put it on so on this episode i'm going to be talking about some of the theme songs i use to put together the theme songs to this podcast so i hope you enjoy there can be only one So did you guess them all? I start with just a tiny little bit of Knight Rider there. One of the greatest TV shows ever made, I think. It was uh, very important to me when I was very small. Um, I remember watching this. I must have been five years old, five or six years old, because of of the place where we were living. That's how I kind of judge my memory on where I was watching something is where which house that we were living in at the time and I was about must have been still five or six at this time and the A-team and the Night Rider was a big part of my life I remember starting trying to start up a gang called the B-team which I thought was very cool and use trying to get badges badges made up my own badges for the to, for the B-team for the um for Night Rider, I remember it must have been for my birthday, and my parents hadn't hid my present very well, and I found it. And I said, "What is this?" And it was the uh, Night Rider. It wasn't a remote controlled car. All it did was go forwards and backwards, or go round in a circle. That's all I remember doing. And light up, of course, like Kit, the Kit car. Um, I remember get, getting that. But it was it wasn't a remote control car, and I found that I was very excited to have that. And I so at the beginning of this, I only used a small, tiny little bit bit at the beginning of the theme song because I'm going to use more of that in the episode. That was my that is will be my plan to use more Knight Rider theme song as sort of a you know just in in the in the episode itself. <laughs> So it's just the small opening to uh, Night Rider that I used. Um, well, that I used a couple of little bits for the for the theme song, but that was just a tiny little bit at the very 
cool beginning. As I look around my study now, I do have a very cool Funko Pop from Knight Rider. It's um, the kit car, and then you have uh, Michael Knight's head sticking out the top of it. You know, it's not to um, scale. His head is too big. It's like sticking out of the, the sunroof. Um, too big for the car, but um, it's a very cool Funko Pop. I got it at uh, London Comic Con. Oh my God. A few years ago now, right before the pandemic. So a long time ago. And, um, I'm very looking forward to, to going back in 2023 to another Comic Con in London, getting back out there. And, but that's why I like when I buy my collectibles, I do like to have a kind of a story about where I bought them. You could just buy that one offline, but I have a certain place and I know exactly where I bought it from and a certain time. I watched the uh, the first two episodes of Knight Rider not that long ago, and I had completely forgotten that he was had to change his appearance. That was the whole sort of plot point that he was a um, a diff. They'd like they used a different actor, and then they he had um, plastic surgery to make him look different to um, hide his identity, which I just had completely forgotten about. Probably I don't know why, but it was just something that hadn't really clicked to me when I was a kid, and I hadn't watched these in a long time. I had I did watch the uh, the new version when it was out many years ago now it's been a few years and that was it was okay the, you can never recreate you're never going to make anything that would satisfy original fan like a fan from the um, original series because we're just um the nostalgia is just too much and we it has too much um they've tried to do it before ghostbusters and things like that and they they just haven't been able to get it, except for the last Ghostbusters, obviously. It was quite good. But to try and satisfy all of what we want as an original fan, they can't. But maybe, I think when I was watching it, the new series, with all this, I have thought, if I was 15 now, about that sort of age, maybe a bit yeah, a bit younger, 12, 15, this, that show would have been really cool for me. But um, yes, maybe they will bring it back. I don't know if they will. So the next one is obviously Airwolf. So that was Airwolf, a very recognizable theme song from uh, the series Airwolf. I will be doing an episode about this in the future. I will be doing episodes on all of these TV shows that I use for my theme song. It's just, um, I'm going to have to try and reconnect with this series. It's not one that I can, I remember seeing, but I, I was definitely, I haven't watched it since I was a kid, um, since I was a child. And, but it's one of those songs that you rec automatically recognize. Um, next one is I put in the, there can be only one. There can be only one. Obviously Highlander, and is where I got the idea for the title. There can be only 80s, there can be only one. Might be sound stupid, I don't care. I liked it, so that's why I used it. So I put in that quick little clip of There Can Be Only One. One of the one of my favourite films of all time, and one of those sort of classic f movies. And um, if you listen to my other podcast, It's All In Reflexes, when I talk about Big Trouble in Little China, you know that I talk about that Kurt Russell was originally going to be Connor McLeod, 
the lead character and but it was actually Goldie well it was reported that it was Goldie Horn that talked him out of it and um, that's that's what freed him up to be in Big Trouble in Little China thank goodness I can't imagine anybody else but Christopher Lambert being Highlander I know Kurt Russell would have done an amazing job but it would have been a completely different film in 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. So that was the uh, A-Team, just one of the greatest TV shows ever. And, um, and one of the, like I said before, it was when I was about five or six, it was a real big part of my life. I do remember so clearly enjoying the uh, the TV show and wanting to start up a, which I'm, I'd remember thinking it was a very cool idea, calling it the B Team, which is funny things you remember when you were that young, six. But that's what I did. I remember going, oh, I'm going to start with the B Team. I wanted a badges made. But yes, I I did have the toys, which I still think are some of the the coolest action figures. Those sort of bigger toys that they did. And the smaller, the smaller toys as well, the action figures. Um, I have a face as a Funko Pop, the, the face man. Um, that's the, it's kind of the cheapest one I think you can get as a Funko Pop. Um, these are the type of things I talk about on my other podcast, um, Collect Quest, but, um, check that one out if you haven't tried it out, if you haven't yet Collect Quest. I also did have, and I don't know why I got rid of it, I had a, a remote control the A-Team van. It was one of those things I bought off of eBay late one night. <laughs> drink, probably never, never look at eBay and uh, drink at the same time. But, um, that's what I thought at the time. Now I, I, I had, I was moving around a lot, so I sold it on. But that was one of those, um, toys that I enjoyed. And I remember having all of the, uh, and trying to get the figures now and all those, the backpack that would go on the toys and the plastic guns, um, Mr. T. For this series, I even kind of liked the film. I think trying to make a film from a series that is so well-loved and the nostalgia is very, very difficult. And I, they didn't do a, It wasn't perfect at all. Uh, but the cast I was fine with. I did think they tried to push... Bradley Cooper's into the lead, lead role almost, and I didn't like, make bring him more into the role of trying to come up with a plan in the end, and it was just a bit felt a bit forced. Then, um, and I didn't like the fact they got rid of the van early on, but it was. I wish they had done more. I think it's almost made enough to get a sequel, and I liked. It. It's a very difficult one because it's not a bad movie. I can easily watch it. If it comes on, I will watch it. But it's just not quite right. It's not a very good review of a film. So that was Thundercats, the next one. Thundercats. Um, again, a lot more to do with the toys I remember than actually watching the cartoon. I remember having the toys and, um, it was, 
what I kind of remember of the cartoon was more of the sword and the eye in the sword and sort of looking into the, I don't know what he did actually, but that sort of, that was the main points for me, I remember, and having the, the, the baddie, I think it's Mumra, I don't know if I'm saying that right, I'm not going to look it up, I'm just trying to go through what's my, on my memory at the moment, but that was a cool toy to have, and um, I don't know if they have remade, I think there might be a cartoon out there, but there's never been a big, I bet there's been talk of doing a, a proper movie, um, which I think we could, we could definitely, we could definitely do now. They've definitely got the technology to do it. We don't need people running around in costumes, but, and also we don't want an animated uh, film. But now with like Avatar coming out with what they can do with that, if we, if they do it right, that would be a very cool film. So that was Magnum PI. Very hummed and hard about putting Magnum PI in there because it's always used in all these all of 80s things, 80s. <laughs> and if you see anything about the 80s, that sort of that theme song comes up. But I do really enjoy it. And I use it like everybody else because it does take you right back to that sort of that era, obviously. But I can't really remember watching the, the series. I remember. It wasn't really big for me, like having to watch it. I mean, I mean, it was obviously I saw them, but religiously watching it like the A team, I might have got it come into it later on. But I do watch the remake with my wife. We do like those sort of, those sort of shows, the new Hawaii ones, you know, just sort of, I don't want to say brainless fun, but you don't, we put it on where we just don't have to have to, when we don't have to think about the plot and stuff. It's all, you know, those sort of NCSs and um, NCS Hawaii and all those other sort of uh, cop shows. But this one was the remake and, yeah, it's fine. It's really, it's, it's worth watching if you like those sort of things. And then I end up on the with the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> The um, this was a probably a bigger show for me. I don't remember. I remember watching it and sing along. I think, he, and his name's Luke in it, which is the same as mine. And so that's something as a kid was interesting. Um, I was like, oh, somebody else called Luke. And then, but I had the Skeletrix track with the uh, you would have the oh, I've got the name generally the car and and a police car, and you would tip like the Skeletrix the. Um, set and I remember having that was very cool and um I really enjoyed that toy and I really enjoyed the series it was a good way to end the theme song on this that lasted a little bit about being Robin Hood I um remake the film was okay I don't remember anything special about it it wasn't yeah I just it, it just was what it was really it was nothing special but um yes but the series I'm gonna have to re rewatch it and kind of get back into that into trying um i can never understand looking back of it i can never understand now i remember the song maybe i listened to it but I, they, they were always living at the same place and if the police were after them i never understood why they just didn't go and get them 
you know, they like they well, we escaped from the police this time, but they lived on that farm, so it was easily like, well, we go and find them now on the next day. Anyway, but I should there was one big theme song missing here that I didn't put in, but I'm I'm going to probably use it to end the show, and that's probably the one of the greatest theme songs, and that is from the Fall Guy. And I will be doing an episode about that. Like I said, I'll be doing an episode about all of these and more and anything to do with the 80s and try and find a good little bit of information or something entertaining to... uh, I try to make something that I would be interested in listening to. That's why I keep the episodes quite short. Well, short, you know, 10, 20 minutes and just give you sort sort of interesting facts about this and take you back to the 1980s. But... um. Just couldn't fit the fall guy into uh, the, uh, the that theme song very neatly, and I, like I said, I will be talking about this more. And I've just they are making a film of the fall guy, and I think they are either finished filming it or I'm filming it right now at the end of 2022. And it's um, Ryan Gosling as the fall guy, and it looks kind of kind of cool actually. It can, might be. I think it's going to be more of an action film. Um, I just hope they have a little bit of humour in there. That would be kind of cool. And um, I think he's playing the the fall guy. And maybe it will go into more of the stuntman who was a bounty hunter who maybe has, who gets, who is the fall guy, you know, takes the fall for something or set up for something. But I'm only speculating on that. So that was my theme song to this new podcast series, There Can Be Only 80s. Please come join me on Instagram at There Can Be Only 80s. You can send me DMs there. Um, if you want to go and check out Patreon, follow the link in the description of this episode, if I do remember to put it on. And that is patreon.com forward slash Bigger Trouble. And that's for all the podcasts that Bigger Trouble produced. There's not just one. And it's for, and you can get some stuff on there for free. So if you can just, you can check out things on there for free without going behind the paywall if you can't be bothered or don't want to. But if you do want to join, you can do for just one pound plus fat. That is the smallest amount you can uh, set up a pay pa- um, Patreon for. It's not for the money. It's more trying to build a... Not to do the money at all. Uh, it's to build a sort of a community to talk about the 80s and Big Trouble in Old China. So thank you for listening, and uh, I'll see you next time. Hey, hey, have my jump and open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That makes Eastwood look so fine